Good morning, everybody. We've got a mostly lower trade in the grain markets here early on Thursday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures down three and a quarter at 5.95 and three quarters. March soybeans down 14 cents at 13.85 and a half. March Chicago wheat down four and a quarter at 7.53 and a half. March Kansas City wheat is down six and three quarters at 7.71 and a quarter. March spring wheat down a half cent at 9.20. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, help me to grow this channel. If you need some additional assistance from me, guys, go to my website. It is www www.standardgrain.com. Click on Grain Marketing Plan in the upper right-hand corner. Check out my subscription service. I send a ton of information out to my subscribers every single business day for $49.99 a month. Um, You'll get my morning email, all my grain marketing recommendations, all sorts of weather information. Uh, On USDA report days, I send out some very timely information. I think my customers had a a video analysis of the report within 20 minutes of the release, and they had just a, a very quick update, I think about two minutes after the release via text message. So in addition to all the things I do regarding grain marketing um, and other topics uh, on report day. I'm, I'm usually pretty good at, at getting the information out quickly. So we did have a USDA report yesterday. I would say that in general, the report was uneventful. It did not result in any significant volatility. I'm not going to run through every single number and every single change because there's just way too many. I'll give you some of the highlights here. Uh, USDA did confirm a record uh, U.S. soybean crop in 2021. They increased uh, the size of the crop by 10 million bushels versus last month's estimate due to a yield increase. So 4.44 billion bushels. That's a new record uh, in terms of U.S. soybean production, barely eclipsing the uh, previous record from 2018. And U.S. farmers were able to grow a record bean crop last year, despite the fact that we had problems in a lot of areas. Uh, The Dakotas, Minnesota, Missouri, um, some of the Southern Plains had major issues, yet uh, excellent yields and record yields in a lot of states uh, in the central and eastern Corn Belt were able to carry uh, the U.S. to a record crop in regard to soybeans. USDA confirmed the second best U.S. corn crop on record. We barely missed uh, 2016, which is is the standing record, uh, but 15.1 billion bushels, uh, not too bad at all. USDA did increase the size of uh, last year's crop versus last month by 53 million bushels. They increased it harvest, harvested acreage by 300,000. And again, with corn, you had some of the the same problems that you had with soybeans in regard to geography, um, uh, poor yields, poor weather in the Dakotas, Minnesota, uh, and Missouri in particular, but then record yields in, in a whole bunch of places uh, to offset the losses in those areas. So that's uh, certainly of interest. So really good U.S. crops last year is, is what USDA confirmed. In regard to the South American production numbers, USDA was more aggressive than expected with cuts to their estimates for the Brazilian crops and the Argentina crops. They pegged the Brazilian soybean crop at 139 million metric tons, down from 144 last month. The Argentina, I'm sorry, the Brazil, that's the Brazil bean crop. The Argentina soybean crop down to 46 and a half from 49 and a half last month. Those cuts were larger than expected. Even their corn estimates um, in regard to Brazil, that that cut was larger than expected. They went from 118 down to 115. Uh, Argentina corn a little bit above expectations at 54. But these uh, soybean numbers in particular, the cuts that they made to their crop projections there for Brazil and Argentina were uh, certainly larger than expected. Now you go through some of this other stuff on the balance sheets very quickly. Corn stocks larger than expected, mostly because of a bump to last year's uh, crop. Uh, Same thing with soybeans. Wheat stocks were actually a little bit lower uh, than expected as of December 1st. You look at the carryout number, uh, they're now projecting uh, corn carryout for the U.S. following this marketing year at one 
1.54 billion. That was up from 1.472 last month. Uh, soybeans pretty close to expectations at 350. Wheat at 628, which was above expectations. USDA did cut some of its uh, demand projections in wheat. Winter wheat seedings, uh, kind of interesting. HRW seedings were 200,000 below the average trade guess. SRW seedings uh, were 400,000 above the average trade guess. You can make the argument that that SRW number uh, is bearish. All winter wheat seedings are pretty close to expectations within 100,000. Uh, world ending stocks, I guess the noteworthy take home here would be in soybeans. Uh, we we're quite a bit lower than the average trade guess, and I think that that's largely due to, um, uh, again, more aggressive cuts to the crops in Argentina and Brazil. The Biden administration is considering a lower 2022 ethanol mandate. This is all rumor mill type stuff. This is not official. But Reuters reported yesterday that a mandate below the proposed 15 billion gallons is being considered amid backlash from the oil lobby and unions who argue that a shrinking U.S. ethanol industry can no longer support the target. Again, not official news here. This is the product of Reuters sources who are familiar uh, with what's going on uh, within the administration. This was a quote from an EPA spokesperson. EPA remains committed to the growth of biofuels in America. We look forward to reviewing the robust comments that we receive from all stakeholders before finalizing our rulemaking later this year. Uh, one source familiar with the discussion said this, the White House is caught between Iraq and a hard place. On one hand, they want to support agriculture and biofuel industry, but they have been bombarded by unions and refiners who say there's not enough ethanol and they are listening. Uh, RIN prices fell about 6% following this news. Is there any truth to this? I don't know. This this sort of rumor mill stuff pops up uh, pretty frequently these days. Now, on that ethanol note, we had this massive build in ethanol stocks last week. So uh, maybe their story regarding the, the uh, lack of available ethanol uh, will not be so good here a couple of weeks from now. This was the, I believe, second largest weekly build on record. Ethanol stocks were up, um, was it set more than 7% last week. Weekly ethanol production was down uh, 4% on the week, still up 7% from 2020. But ethanol production now down last week, 8% versus the same week in 2019. This ethanol situation is turning sour uh, pretty quickly here. Ethanol margins in this country were absolutely fantastic in uh, late November and early December. And over the course of the last six weeks, they have retreated drastically. So you're seeing uh, lower ethanol production and a build in stocks, uh, both items not positives at all for uh, corn demand via ethanol. Some people argue that supply chain and logistics issues have caused EIA to misrepresent their ethanol stocks as of late. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised by that. But uh, in any case here, guys, the demand situation for corn via ethanol, not nearly as good as it was, say, five or six weeks ago. China says that it will produce 40% more soybeans domestically by 2025. At least that's their plan. Currently, China relies on imports for 85% of their domestic soybean needs. Beijing says that it will attempt to increase domestic production sharply over the next four years in a drive to boost self-sufficiency. Um, when you look at the numbers here, it's not nearly as, as scary as it sounds. Uh, the country's stated goal in China is to produce 23 million metric tons of beans by 2025. Uh, USDA says that total domestic Chinese soybean demand will be about 117 million metric tons this year. So even if they achieve their goal of 23 million, they're still going to rely on imports for 80% of um, 
their needs uh, using this year's numbers. And I would imagine that their demand base probably increases or their usage probably increases, if anything. So I don't know if this is necessarily the biggest deal in the world, but certainly something to be aware of. Uh, Rains will return to Argentina corn and soybean country next week. This is not anything new in regard to the forecast. Hot and dry for the remainder of this week for Argentina and then cooler temperatures. Uh, Rains emerge, say, Sunday, Monday uh, next week. So not any real big shift in the forecast there this morning. U.S. inflation rate on the consumer side, or I'm sorry, let's do flash sales first. Uh, flash sales uh, of corn and soybeans yesterday. U.S. exporters sold about 4 million bushels of corn to an unknown destination for the current marketing year. They sold 5 million bushels of soybeans to China uh, for next year. These are small sales, shouldn't have an impact on the market. Uh, now we'll go to inflation. U.S. inflation rate on the uh, consumer side, the highest since 1982. Government CPI data released yesterday pegged annualized inflation at 7%. That is the highest rate since June of 1982, almost 40 years. That was actually uh, mostly in line with analyst estimates. Uh, CPI measures the change over time in prices paid by urban consumers for a market basket of consumer goods and services. Uh, The inflation comes amid a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, Shortage of goods, a very tight labor market, unprecedented government stimulus, uh, historic lows in interest rates. Energy costs are up 29% on the year on the consumer side. That's a big contributor. A lot of people argue that the real rate of inflation is actually substantially higher than uh, what the government told us yesterday. But in any case, this is going to cause some reaction. Uh, There were some Fed officials talking about the need to hike rates again yesterday following this news. So this is a a real big topic, not only for the outside markets, guys, not only for uh, the cost of money, but I I think for a lot of markets. I did that video for my subscribers last week. It was called, Could the Fed Kill the Corn Market? And I think that there is the potential for uh, Fed action to have an impact on on every market under the sun uh, for the most part. We do have an export sales report out this morning. It'll be out at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Corn sales for the current marketing year expected 500,000 to 1.5. Soybean sales expected 400,000 to 1.2. Wheat sales expected 150,000 to 400,000. Hey guys, remember the grain markets are closed on Monday in observance of the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. We will open Monday night at seven o'clock uh, Central following a normal close tomorrow. Cattle futures were lower yesterday. The cash cattle market's been off a little bit uh, like 135 in the south yesterday we'll see what develops here today uh, in the US in the outside markets US dollar is a little bit lower the S&P's up three or four uh, the Dow's up about 50 bonds off a little bit precious metals mixed crude oil is down 41 cents at 8161 but uh, overall very strong trade in the crude have a great day guys I'll talk to you on Friday